Pirates versus Tyrants. This is the Tom Wren Show, where we practice piracy on the enemies of freedom and liberty. I'm excited to talk today. I'm excited to talk today, and I want to talk uh, first and foremost about impeachment, right? So we got Boebert and MTG and all these people pushing on impeachment, right? And this is really a crucial, crucial thing. But there's some things happening that nobody's talking about. And this is really foundational to what's occurring. So Boebert's pushing this impeachment stuff. And uh, I've looked at her resolution. Now, here's the thing. When you look at the headlines, when you look at what's occurring, and you see Biden getting paid off, you're getting bribed, getting this, getting that, all this stuff that's occurring, you know, you can think, well, I mean, of course he needs impeach. And he does. And uh, that's an interesting thing. But I found it really interesting. And I don't know. I'd be very curious. I've never spoken to Lauren Boebert. Um, But I'd be very curious to know who helped her with these articles of impeachment. The reason I say that is you may be surprised to hear this. But Lauren Boebert's articles of impeachment are based entirely on border security. Not on bribery, not on uh, you know all the criminal conduct of the Biden family, not the politicization of the DOJ, nothing. It's based on his refusal to enforce border security. Now, let me let me kind of give you a little bit of legal background on this, right? Uh, Article two, section three of the Constitution. Uh, states, amongst other things, that uh, he's talking about the uh, the president's roles and duties and things like that, uh, that, quote, he shall take care that the laws be faithfully executed uh, of the United States, and uh, dot, 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 right? Uh, the president has a constitutional duty to execute the laws of the United States. The president is not allowed to create law. He's not allowed to do anything. His job is to execute the law. Now, where the law is ambiguous, he has some flexibility in how he determines that it should be executed. That's where executive orders and interpretation comes in. And uh, the president's power has been expanded greatly over time because of that, uh, that reality. And by the way, that's actually one of the great dangers to us offering these 1,000-page, 2,000-page bills is that inherently that provides a lot of ambiguity and a lot of space for a president to interpret how he wants to carry out the laws. It really moves things much towards uh, a consolidated power structure within the presidency. But uh, the president, however, is uh, he's got some flexibility there. And that flexibility is primarily limited by the language of the law. Well, Boebert's Articles of Impeachment are uh, based on his failure to execute the laws related to border security. And that's true. I mean, he has absolutely failed that. And uh, certainly, I I can't argue that that's potentially impeachable. Uh, Now, the question would be, can you get the political will to impeach him over that? And I don't think that, I think the answer is very clearly no. Now, uh, Section 4 of Article 2 of the Constitution, the President, Vice President, and all civil officers of the United States shall be removed from office on impeachment for and conviction of treason, bribery, or other high crimes and misdemeanors. Now, here's the thing, folks. 
Can Congress impeach Joe Biden for not following border security? And, you know, I look at this and you can see that, uh, you know, that's what they're essentially saying. Granted, he isn't. Uh, He's not doing the job. And should he be impeached? Yes. Here's the thing, though. I don't know if that's the primary reason he should be impeached. And I support the impeachment 100%. But the problem is, is that the impeachment process is a very, very difficult thing to get done. And we have a bunch of weak-kneed wussies. Now, here's, let's, let's take this further. Now, I got an article in Breitbart today. The article in Breitbart says, uh, headline, Joe Biden, Merrick Garden implicated in IRS whistleblower testimony, five key questions. Five questions asked are, was Joe Biden in the room when Hunter Biden pressured Chinese investor to send money? And, you know, I mean, Biden was, is absolutely implicated in all sorts of bribery. Uh, there's, there's really very little question. You can read the article and the, you know, there's substantial evidence there. Um, Two, did Merrick Garland block a request to appoint a special counsel in the Hunter Biden case? Well, I mean, I think Garland should long since have been impeached. Garland is, I think there's a ton of reason to impeach that guy. He should be long gone. Uh, Three, did Merrick Garland mislead Congress about Weiss's ability to file cases in any state? Well, again... Uh, I, I'm not going to go through the details, but I, another another very important question here. Number four, did the Department of Justice slow walk Hunter Biden investigation to help Joe Biden? I think that's clear as day. Number five, did the Department of Justice obstruct justice by tipping off the Bidens? So these are really important questions, folks. And I think we have to ask ourselves... You know, uh, in light of the evidence that's coming out on those, uh, why are we looking at an impeachment on border security? And again, I support it, but we need articles impeachment on this, right? Now, at the same time, uh, I appreciate Boebert getting this going, and I appreciate what she's doing, and God bless her for her courage, so I support her on that. And I, frankly, I think they should just, politically, I think they should file as many articles of impeachment as you can show Biden as they can, and fr- I think they could be limitless. I mean, they did the Democrats did it against Trump, so, you know, just do the same thing. Turnabout's fair play. However, at the same time, while all this is happening, we've got a backdrop of what could only be described as the most spineless, cowardice garbage on the planet, which is Mitch McConnell and his leadership team. Uh, According to Axios, top GOP senators bristle at House impeachment efforts. Several members of the Senate leadership, Mitch McConnell's team, expressed reluctance about being drawn into an impeachment trial. Well, here's the thing. McConnell's a coward. He's a sellout. He's a crook. He's a leftist. Okay. I do not like Mitch McConnell. I've dubbed him ED leader of the Senate because he will have a flaccid response from uh, limp something McConnell on anything except for the Ukraine or China. Yeah. Something that's anti-American. Then he's all over it. Right. Uh, But, you know, when we look at this, 
when we look at this, we see the Senate positioning themselves to ignore any and all impeachment proceedings because Mitch McConnell is a, a Democrat that's pretending to be a Republican and then advocating for Democrat positions. Whereas, uh, you know, the Republicans in the House are starting to really push. Now, I personally would love to have seen uh, Bobert, MTG, I would like to see these guys focusing on criminal activity, uh, obstruction of justice, uh, you know, the politicization of justice. There's a number of high crimes and misdemeanors that they could go after here. And I just don't think his lack of enforcement on border security is the one that they ought to be looking at. I, I just, frankly, I do not understand the logic there. Now, I support Bobert, and I'm glad she did that. But from a political perspective, why the hell would that be the one you went after? I mean, the border security is crucial. And I don't want to hear a bunch of stuff from you all about how important border security is. I'm huge on border security. Huge. I am 100% there. But articles of impeachment in an environment where you're not going to get anywhere anyways because you have Wuss McConnell on the other side, you got to go with your strong suit to get started, right? You got to go with the strongest stuff you got. And you have uh, numerous examples of evidence where, uh, you know, Biden is pretty clearly and egregiously violating numerous laws. Look what he did with Trump. Look at the Trump-Russia collusion hoax. How about the, the Biden documents, right? They're going after Trump on the Biden, on the, these documents in Marlago that under the Presidential Records Act, he had every, every right to declassify. There is no good faith basis for this lawsuit against Trump, but yet, or the, the charges against Trump, but yet Biden, Biden didn't have the right to declassify the documents that were at his house. Those documents were there illegally, and there is a criminal case to be made against Joe Biden for that. That's an impeachable effect. If they're going to go after Trump, why not go after Biden? Biden actually did what they're doing. Make the Democrats go out and vote on what they're accusing Trump of, that Trump had the right to do, but Biden didn't. Turnabout's fair play. We have to be a little bit smarter about what we're doing on this. And I'm again, I support Lauren Boebert. I love this woman's uh, tenacity and spunk. I just we're in a situation where we got to think about this a little bit better and we got to do a little bit stronger. So I'm, uh, again, I'm not trying to throw anything negative on her or towards her, but I, you know, I'm just looking over here at my stack, right? Um, we've got whistleblower FBI tipped off people very close to Joe and Hunter Biden before IRS investigative teams day of action. Okay. That's obstruction of justice. That is, uh, that, that's all sorts of things. That's very much an impeachable offense, I would argue, right? How about voters place Hunter Biden at father's house the day uh, he invoked dad's name to communist Chinese business partner, you know, to get a bribe? That's pretty strong evidence of a bribe. Hunter Biden deducted payments to prostitute sex club from his taxes, according to a whistleblower. Um, okay. What did dad know? What could, was he done? You know, when I'm looking at these things, uh, folks, 
there are a ton of things to impeach Joe Biden on. We need impeachment articles. And frankly, you know, I, I do think that they ought to be supporting Boebert's articles as they are because she's correct. And in light of the fact that the Democrats impeached Trump on, on trumped up charges, no pun intended, uh, it certainly would, would make sense to me to support Boebert on, you know, what is, frankly, stronger charges than anything they went after Trump on. But I do think that we need to really be smart about what we're filing, and we need to file these articles of impeachment on hardcore issues that are indisputable. They're there, folks. We've got them. There's all sorts of things. I mean, I'm looking over, uh, again, uh, my stack of stuff, my headlines, this, that, and the other. Uh, we have so much evidence of collusion between the DOJ and, and Biden. Uh, to break numerous laws. I mean, there's a number of arguable RICO conspiracies occurring. Uh, you know, now, the, you know, there's some question about whether there's, uh, you know, uh, immunity on this, and, and there probably is, but not from impeachment. Not from impeachment. And you know, do those qualify as high crimes and misdemeanors? Well, I would say so. Um, you know, and again, again, High crimes and misdemeanors. Has Biden committed misdemeanors? Uh, yeah. I mean, how about new? It appear, how about it appearing that uh, he's committed numerous felonies if he were not the president? Now, I mean, now understand, you, know, you can't really uh, criminally prosecute the president very well. That's a tough one, but you can impeach him, and. I mean, do we have reason to do so? The answer is very clearly yes. The problem is, is that we don't have the political will to do so. And the only way we're going to force the weak-kneed rhinos like Mitch McConnell to do anything is to prevent indisputable evidence on very strong charges. And frankly, given that Trump is the, the clear front runner for the presidential nomination on the Republican side, the question is, why aren't we using this to leverage his, his ability to win. The impeachment uh, process is something that ought to be being used properly to uh, kind of counter what they're doing against Trump. And you're going to say, oh, that's political. We shouldn't use impeachment for political purposes. Why? The Democrats didn't? Uh, look at the Trump presidency. Are you telling me that they didn't use the impeachment process for political purposes against Trump? Of course they did. Let's not play games here. Let's not be naive or stupid and pretend that, uh, you know, Congress is a, a serious place that's above political reproach. These guys are a bunch of crooks. They're willing to sell out for, for drug companies. They're willing to sell out for all sorts of things. But they won't, they won't use their political powers uh, to support the leader, the, the front runner for the Republican nomination? Of course not, because Mitch McConnell only cares about keeping Trump out of office. And, you know, I hope Donald Trump hears this segment. I, I'm, you know, I'm kind of fooling myself into thinking that he'd listen to something like this, but uh, I hope he hears it or someone at least gets him a summary of it. Because here's the thing. When Donald Trump is considering whether or not he can negotiate or work with or find a way to get some support from Mitch McConnell and these crooks, he needs to understand there is nothing he can do to get these guys to actually support him. 
at best, he can put them in a position where they're going to have to uh, play some lip service to supporting him, but they're going to stab him in the back every time they can in every way possible. Donald Trump's going to win this with we the people, and that's who he's got to focus on. You can't negotiate with these crooks. They aren't going to back you. I hope that we use these articles of impeachment. I hope the Lauren Boberts, the Matt Gates, you know, these, these champions that we have in Congress, uh, I hope that they start using this stuff in an effective and efficient way. And uh, if they do, they can really be a huge help to Trump. We just got to get them the right information, the right support, so they know how to do that. Uh, I need your support, folks, at TomRens.com. I need you to back me. I need you to get things going. Listen, uh, we're fighting this fight. We're fighting all over. we got the Rens Warrior Program we're launching. We're doing all sorts of things, pushing all sorts of things. We need donations. We need you to go to TomRens.com. Back us, support us, donate to us, help us in every way that you can. We need your support. We need your, we need your backing. We need whatever we can get to move forward on all these different things. So please send us whatever you can. Sign up for our Substack. Sign up for our newsletter. We'll be right back. World-class care from doctors you can trust, all from the comfort of your home. That is One Wellness. Dr. Peter McCullough and his team at The Wellness Company launched the One Wellness membership to provide free monthly supplements and unlimited telemedicine access with doctors that share your values. Be a part of a revolutionary new healthcare system that puts your health and well-being above the interests of Big Pharma's bottom line. It's the way healthcare should be. Go to OutLoudCare.com today and use code OUTLOUD for 25% off your first month of One Wellness. In 2008, people could spend an average of 12 seconds on a task without becoming distracted. Five years later, it was only eight seconds. The digital age is narrowing our attention span. Trouble concentrating or recalling information is frustrating, embarrassing, and kills productivity. Advanced Nutrition Company, Healthy Cell, created Focus and Recall to boost your brain power. And unlike other supplements that don't work, Focus and Recall is not a pill. It's a patent-pending gel you swallow with ultra-absorption of science-backed ingredients to help you immediately sharpen focus, concentrate longer, and strengthen recall. These physician-formulated gels come in a small gel pack. Tear off the top, shoot it down. Thousands of five-star reviews proves it works. Supercharge your brain and see the difference. Go to HealthyCell.com and use limited time code OUTLOUD for 25% off your first order. Risk-free. Love it or your money back. Guaranteed. HealthyCell.com. Code OUTLOUD. Whether you're an independent, a Democrat, or a Republican, one thing remains true. Airborne viruses love us equally. You've all heard Malcolm and the great Dr. Peter McCullough talk about the advanced nasal solution, Cofix RX. Cofix is made in the USA and recommended by thousands of doctors and pharmacists nationwide. Spray goodbye to colds and flus with a Cofix RX nasal solution cleanse. That's cofixrx.com. Save 20% by using promo code OUTLOUD at cofixrx.com. stuff is really, really built up. And it's so, so ridiculously large that we're almost going to do a two-part stack of stuff today. Uh, there's just so much to talk about. I, I just don't think I can get through it. And some of this stuff really needs to be discussed 
Uh, there's some really important things going on out there, and we're just going to hit some of these pretty pretty quick. So, uh, first of all, headline: NHL commissioner no more specialty sweaters during warmups. So the NHL has apparently heard the message of we the people, right? Uh, we don't want politics in our sports, and we're sick of it. We're sick of everything. So last year, uh, a couple of guys in the NHL said, uh, you know, no, we're not wearing pride sweaters on the ice for warmups. We're just not doing it. We don't believe in it. We're not, we're just not going to do it. And there was a fight and a big to do about it and whatever. So, uh, yeah, this went back and forth and, uh, you know, we look at what's happening with Bud Light and, uh, uh, trans target and all these other places. And you see people are just, we're done with this. We, the people are done with this crap. So, uh, NHL, NHL being apparently, uh, the smartest of the sports leagues says, okay, we're done. Commissioner said, uh, it's become a distraction. He said, I suggested it'd be appropriate for clubs not to change their jerseys and warmups because it's become a distraction and taking away from the fact that all of our clubs in some form or another host nights of honor, various groups and causes. Uh, he said, we would rather them continue to get the appropriate attention that they deserve and not be a distraction. So all of the clubs apparently have they have things for you know to celebrate your your Pride Night, your Black History Night, Military Appreciation Night, hockey fights cancer, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera, right? And uh, those are things that you know the players are still allowed to support, and that's fine if they want to do that, and and everybody can support it. But just keep it off the ice, keep it off the field. Nobody, you know, the the fans don't want to see. It. You want to support that? Let's support it. When you're out there to play hockey, play hockey. And I love this. This is just common sense. It's kind of like the NFL. You know, if you want to have your own uh, your own thing, you want to support BLM, you want to do whatever you want to do, do it off the field. When it comes time to play football, play football. But the NFL doesn't have the balls to do that. The footballs to do that. How about that? I like Okay, it's being funny. I'm sorry. Uh, they don't have, they, they need hockey pucks instead of footballs. If they had, if they had, uh, the hockey pucks to do that, it'd be better. Okay. Terrible jokes. Terrible, terrible jokes. Um, uh, anyways, so this is really an interesting thing. And, uh, I, I just think this is wonderful news for we, the people, right? It's just wonderful, wonderful news, uh, because, it shows that the boycotts and all this stuff, they're having an impact. People are starting to wake up. Uh, and they should. They should. They should be acutely aware of this because, you know, frankly, uh, we're done. And speaking of the boycotts, uh, we have right here uh, Bud Light has finally, they have, uh, they've, they've, well, they've they've done away with uh, with their Twitter silence. They've broken their Twitter silence, and they uh, they've got this stupid ad that they've posted. Uh, crack a cold one. We've got epic summer ahead. Sock fans included, and it's got this. Well, it's got a bunch of people who look like morons doing moron things. Um, anyways, well, shockingly, not shockingly, whatever you want to say, uh, Twitter has responded. And the best part of this post has nothing to do with the post. It has everything to do 
with the responses. Uh, I mean, honestly, it's brutal. Uh, uh, lib, what is this? Libercrat? Libercrat? So bad they changed their logo, and then there's a rainbow, well, something with a trans, a trans butch uh, thing underneath. We've got We Haven't Forgotten from Benny Johnson. Uh, Kano Dantas says, we're still waiting on a heartfelt apology. A lot of people talking about the apologies. And that's really the thing here is you know, the newsflash here for, for Bud Light and Anheuser Bush is the only chance they have of getting anyone back would be to apologize in a tone to the insult. But they're not going to do that. And even if they did do that, there wouldn't be much of a guarantee that anybody would go back to them. I mean, they really, they destroyed their brand on this. It was a single act that completely destroyed their brand. Much like Target is still suffering. You know, these guys are just, it's going to, it's going to be, this is a long-term thing, right? So, but I, I urge you to look at the responses. These are hilarious. Uh, I mean, there's a bunch of hidden responses. Some of those are pretty, pretty off color, to be honest. Uh but, well, the ones that aren't hidden are pretty off color. Uh, there's a couple really good memes here. One's of Bruce Jenner uh, with a saying says before Bud Light and then says after one sip and a picture of him after his change. Uh, I don't, I've got a this Bud's for you with some, I don't really know what it is, but it looks like someone mocking Dylan Mulvaney. Uh, this is just. <laughs> Okay, here's one, folks. When you tuck your pud, think bud, bud light, available at Target. <laughs> oh, folks, I, I love this. You just, again, I urge you to, to look at this uh, because the tweets are absolutely hilarious. And uh, I got to be honest with you, I, I, I kind of am enjoying that. Okay, next headline. You'll notice a trend in these headlines. These are all regarding some of this insanity, but this one is actually really scary to me, right? And it should be scary to you. This one's quite serious. Uh, headline, World Net Daily, and this is one I've been trying to get to for a few days. Really evil. Child porn made by AI creating new online horror. So, yeah, I looked at this story, and this is really a big deal and something that we've got to be very, very careful of. So these perverts and pedophile groomers, whatever, they're creating, they're using AI to create uh, child porn, really. Uh, and they're, it's not real child porn, but they're taking images of kids or whatever and using the AI to make it look, por- to make it into porn. And uh, th- this is, it goes without saying that this is sick beyond words and that these people should just be eliminated. But that said, the the thing that's even more scary about this is first of all, the law is not equipped to handle this. So what's gonna happen legally with this, I don't know. You know, the when the laws against child pornography are quite general and uh, this, is, this is different. Now, some states have laws that talk about images depicting, um, but boy, it's just, it's messy. And there's really no good law on this, uh, at least nothing that really truly considered this. 
And uh, we got to criminalize this real quick, real quick. This is a very big deal. Uh, we also need to consider the fact that if you can do this, what do we know about anything we're seeing, folks? Who's to say that, that these same people that can use AI to create fake, not real child porn can't use the same AI to create a picture of uh, Donald Trump stealing the Mona Lisa? Well, here's the video, folks. It's real, right? Except it's not. What does this mean? I mean, you know, the, the whole concept of these deep fakes, that needs to be outlawed uh, everywhere. Because if we can't believe what we see, what can we believe? And this is one of the great dangers of AI. They can manufacture things that are not real and you cannot distinguish them. They're legitimately indistinguishable. And, you know, we're, this whole thing, this is, a, this is a can of worms that we want nothing to do with. It is truly, truly bad. It is uh, frightening, to say the least. And I just don't know. I don't know where it goes, but uh, this is a really incredibly big deal, folks. Uh, and if you don't think that our federal government and our intel agencies have and are aware and have been using deep fake technology, I got news for you. Uh, you know, the question is, where have they used it? What's real? What's not? What, you know, what can we trust? Uh, I can assure you if it's on the mainstream news, you probably can't. But anyways, it's a very scary, scary time, folks. It's really something that I, next few decades are going to be getting terrifying. And I just don't know. Uh, I, I don't know. I guess I don't know what's going to happen. Um, headline Daily Wire, nation's first elected transgender state rep arrested on child porn charges, according to police. No. Wait a second. Are you suggesting to me that someone with a mental disorder, gender dysphoria, might have another me mental disorder and be a pedophile? I mean... You're kidding me, right? You're, you're, you're suggesting that, you know, maybe these perverts are a threat? That nah, must be a coincidence, right? It's a coincidence. Clearly, uh, being trans and having a mental disorder does not in, indicate that there's any increased risk for other forms of sexual deviancy, right? Now, understand something. Now, let's distinguish. you are transsexual, you have what's called gender dysphoria disorder. Okay, if you would have your penis removed or an adedictomy surgery, that is a substantial act that is a detriment to your overall health. Okay, that's a very big deal. That is a health issue. You have a mental disorder if you're doing that. And if you have a, a sexual mental disorder if you're a deviant in that way is it really a stretch to think you might be a deviant in other ways it would be really interesting to see how many trans uh, people have pedophilic uh, tendencies i don't know if they're the same or not i don't have data on it maybe i'm wrong but i just don't find this at all surprising i mean to me uh, shocker uh this uh, the picture of the guy he looks like a pervert uh, anyways, 
So with all this happening, we have a headline in Revolver, and I like this. The story of Pride Has Fallen. This is a great story, and I'm going to go through this for a minute here, because this is a really important story. Uh, it starts out, I say, I'm not sure if you've noticed, but there's a noticeable difference uh, this year in Pride Month. Seems to be fewer companies, fewer this, fewer that. It's just a little bit less in your face than they want. Yeah. Now, there's a lot of people talking about it. They're trying to shove it down our throat. But there's also a ton of people fighting back, and a lot of companies are just staying out of it, which is the right decision. Okay? Yeah, you know, you do what you want to do, but keep it out of people's faces. People don't want it in their face, right? So... Uh, this Revolver article does a great job talking about this. They go through they start out and they say, the, the left is infuriated by this, as you can clearly see from the article posted in the gay lifestyle magazine, Attitude. So uh, here's a quote, right? Uh, and you've got this guy and this excerpt from this, this gay lifestyle magazine. And uh, this guy says... Uh, I am shocked by how many companies are shunning pride this year out of fear or backlash. It infuriates me that people still want to distance themselves from the LGBTQ plus community. We've been here since the dawn of time and nothing as awful has happened because of the gays. Well, this isn't about the gays, right? You, you have every right to be gay. Nobody cares if you're gay. I don't care if you're gay. I support your right to be gay if that's what you want to be. It's a freedom thing, right? What I don't support is you jamming it down my throat. There's no straight pride. Why should I have to deal with gay pride? I don't walk around wearing a, I don't know, a non-rainbow rainbow. I don't walk around wearing I'm straight and proud shirt. I don't walk around telling you you got it. But, but that's the thing here, right? Uh, we're supposed to celebrate and embrace these pride activities, uh, but only on one side. Well, this guy goes on and he's just on this, has an epic rant about it. So it's an interesting uh, clip. And then they got another clip from another uh, another guy uh, from St. Martin saying, saying that, you know, what they're finding is most businesses is just saying, no, it's too political. We don't want to get into this. Well, that's just the nature of business. Why would you? Why would you, why would you take a position that is going to uh, make half of your market mad? I mean, that's just a bad business move, right? So uh, then we see a video that's gone viral of a Starbucks employee removing pride decor. Starbucks has apparently said keep it out of the stores. We don't know that for sure. Uh, but we've got uh, the, the trade saying that they are, and Starbucks says that they're not. But looks like they are. This video is pretty clear. So that's a big win because Starbucks is about as lefty as you can get. And uh, you got Americans in general, same sort of thing. And, yeah, this, this goes through. And one of the things that I really like uh, is, there, is this. Uh, not only businesses, but Americans in general distancing themselves from pride. People are exhausted from having the homosexual way of life constantly shoved down their throats. It feels like it has become a state religion. At the same time, Christians face criticism, ridicule, and unfair treatment. But if you don't celebrate the homosexual lifestyle, you can lose everything, including your livelihood. Just ask former Blue Jays pitcher Anthony Bass. Um, so I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to speak for myself here. I don't care if you're gay. I don't care one bit. 
uh, I support your right to do what you want to do in your bedroom. Doesn't mean that I agree with it morally. Morally, I disagree, but but it is absolutely your right. And I don't hate anybody that's gay. I got gay friends. I support your right to do that if you choose. What I don't support is you shoving it down my throat. I don't want to hear what you're doing. You do what you got to do. And But what I do have an issue with is celebrating mental illness. That's the trans, right? So when we get into trans and some of these other things, those are mental illnesses. You know, if you're gay, you do your thing. You know, I'm okay. We, you know, we got to have legal things. I'm okay. I don't, you know, as a Christian, you know, I stand where I stand as a Christian. But from a legal perspective, we do not need our government regulating our bedrooms, period, in any way, shape, or form. And there's no way to distinguish that. What we also don't need is our government promoting a lifestyle, one over the other or any other type. And we got to distinguish how we feel as Christians and what the smartest way to govern is. It, my, my law, God comes first, period. But we are imperfect as humans. And if we make laws that allow the government to regulate our bedrooms, they're going to overregulate it. And they're going to start, there's going to be unintended consequences. People are screwed up. Only God's law is perfect. So live God's law encourage people to live God's law, but understand that legally the constitution's the way to go. And the constitution says, stay out of the bedroom. That's where we got to be. Anyways. Yeah. I see the kids, uh, you know, chanting, uh, my colors are red, white, and blue. No pride. I love this. We're winning folks. We just got to keep fighting. Support us at tomrens.com. We'll be right back. America out loud beats to the pulse of our nation. We know when you're angry, you're troubled, confused, glad, and thankful. Well, we know you because we are you. AmericaOutloud.com. Join us as we explore the most important issues of our time. America Out Loud Talk Radio. The liberty and justice for all. The pandemic may be over for some, but millions of Americans are needlessly suffering from the long-term effects of toxic spike protein from COVID-19 and the vaccines. Fortunately, Dr. Peter McCullough and his team at the Wellness Company designed their spike support formula with the miracle enzyme natokinase, scientifically studied to dissolve spike protein so you can feel your very best. Go to OutLoudCare.com today and use code OUTLOUD for 25% off your first order. Here on America Out Loud, we emphasize optimal health, and air is the most essential element for life. The average person inhales over 35 pounds of air every day, yet we seldom think about how to rid the air of pathogens swiftly and safely when we need to. The Genesis Fogger Plus HOCL is the only way to quickly and naturally restore air to its optimal condition. Visit genesisfogger.com forward slash out loud for a free ebook on everything you need to know about HOCL and receive a 15% discount on the Genesis Fogger with promo code OUTLOUD. With Genesis, you'll be ready for what's next. To the official Stack O Stuff segment. Uh, I'm quite excited about this today. We've got some. Boy, I just got so much to get through today. There's so much news right now. Well, let's let's move into this one. Headline, Liberty Daily, uh, by my buddy J.D. Rucker. Uh, James Cameron calls 
Spain's search for lost submersible, a nightmarish charade. So you guys have heard about this, this uh, submarine that's uh, sadly lost uh, that was taking some people on a tour down to look at the Titanic, right? And it's really, it's, it's a very sad story. I mean, these guys went down there and looks like the sub was imploded. But the thing is, is this is actually a really important story. And you want to talk about despicable. Joe Biden's a piece of garbage. These people are sick in the head. So uh, James Cameron, who seems to be some sort of an expert on this sort of stuff, uh, I know he's a director, but he's been really involved with underwater and this, that, and others. I don't know if he qualifies as an expert or not, but uh, yeah, he said that he says this is quote a nightmarish charade. So let me explain why, right? Uh, he, according to James Ta- Cameron, he knew that the submersible was lost as soon as he'd heard that they'd lost nav uh, navigation and comms simultaneously. Okay, to him, that was all he needed to know. You lose both, uh, there's something that went south. And I don't know enough about submarines to know, so I have no reason to doubt that. Uh, Well, yesterday we found out uh, that the Biden-Harris regime actually knew that the underwater vehicle had imploded on Sunday within hours of it going missing, okay? Uh, the story says many believe the story was milked in order to draw attention away from multiple scandals hidden in the Biden fim- crime family this week, which wouldn't surprise me. Uh, and this is really, uh, there's conspiracy theories out there and all sorts of other things going on with this. But here's the thing. I agree. If this thing imploded and, you know, they found the wreckage down there, debris field and all these different things, if this imploded, the, it's likely these guys did know. An implosion would have left a pretty big sonar thing. They monitor the ocean. They know what's going on. I, you know, and I'm, I'm thinking someone probably did know. This sounds really true. This rings true to me. Why would you do this search and rescue and all this stuff and, and lie to the public and act like there was some hope of saving these people if you knew that this was done? This is sick in the head. Why would you give people hope? You know, I don't know. Did they tell the family? Did they at least tell them? Or did they lie to them too? Who did they lie to? Did they lie to everybody? Didn't bother telling anybody that they knew this was over? Just give everybody hope and let them wish? I hope someone sues these scumbags. What what garbage. What absolute... That's just awful. It's awful to me. What a monstrous, sick individual. Biden regime is... Every now and then I, I find myself shocked when I think they can get no lower. These guys literally have no morality whatsoever. None. There's just nothing. It's just nothing is too low. Disown their grandchild, lied about people being dead. Just sick. These guys are sick. They make me sick. Speaking of how sick they are. So uh, the Biden crime family. Uh, apparently, in August of 2020, a search warrant uncovered a text between Hunter Biden and Henry Zhao, an executive of a Chinese company that paid Hunter Biden $100,000. This is according to Rep. Jason Smith. I'm going to read to you the text. Now, folks, uh, investigators were blocked from doing anything with this by the Department of Justice and Merrick Garland, who should be in jail. He should be impeached and put in jail, in my opinion. 
Merrick Garland is one of the most corrupt officials in the United States. Praise God he didn't get put on the Supreme Court. But how in the hell is he even allowed to sit to that AGC? This guy belongs in jail, in my opinion. Okay, this is the this is the text message. Investigators weren't allowed to look at this. This is a quote, and this is from Hunter Biden to uh, some Chinese guy, right? Some guy that was paying Hunter Biden off, uh, or at least that's the allegation. Quote. I am sitting here with my father. His father would be Joe Biden, right? I'm sitting here with my father, and we would like to understand why the commitment made has not been fulfilled. Tell the director I would like to resolve this now before it gets out of hand, and now means tonight. And Z, if I get a call or text from anyone involved in this other than you, Zhang, or the chairman, I will make certain that between the man sitting next to me, that'd be President Joe Biden, and every person he knows and my ability to hold, forever hold a grudge that you will regret not following my direction. I am sitting here waiting for a call with my father. So Hunter Biden is sitting there with his daddy because Hunter Biden is a little weenie wuss who has not ever been able to do anything on his own and is sitting there, I'm going to get my daddy after you if you don't pay me off. What? What kind of a despicable piece of trash is he? Do you know if my kid said something like that to someone else? Do you know what I'd do to my kid? I assure you it wouldn't happen again. I mean, what kind of a sick piece of garbage allows their kid to act like that? Well, Joe Biden does. And what does this mean? I mean, this is about as clear as day what's going on here. This guy's extorting people because his daddy's the president or vice president, or whatever he was at the time. I mean, are you kidding me? This is an impeachable offense, in my opinion, and needs to be uh, investigated fully. I mean, this is absolutely impeachable. And uh, in light of the fact that this appears to have done been done while Joe Biden was sitting next to him, jail time, impeachment, all these things seem to be sensible to me. Where are they at? All right. I don't know, folks. What, what the hell? What, what, what in God's name is going on? Bidens are just trash. They make, they make a perfect follow-up to the Obamas. They just, they're just all belong in the same dumpster. All right. Moving on. Next headline. Michigan's House of Representatives passes legislation that would criminalize hurting someone's feelings. That's right, folks. According to Red State... Uh, the House of Reps in Michigan have passed the Don't Hurt My Feelings bill in favor of the First Amendment. No need for First Amendment. Uh, we can now, we're going to criminalize hurting someone's feelings, right? Uh, this is absolutely mind blowing. So, Michigan House just adopted HB 4474. The proposed law and adopted amendment would criminalize, right? criminalize speech causing, quote, severe mental anguish to another person. Now, we don't know what that really means. They said a reasonable person. Well, I think I'm reasonable, and I'm going to be honest. I've been called every name in the book, and it hasn't caused me any mental anguish. I don't give a crap. 
Well, that's not, I'm sure there's been some mental anguish by something. I don't know. I'm probably the victim of all sorts of defamation and evil that I just don't know about. I should probably look up. I don't generally look at anything that they write or say about me, folks. So I don't know, but this is really mind blowing. Uh, you know, the idea that, that you're going to criminalize. I mean, what are you going to call it? Hurt someone's feelings. They're going to criminalize sticks and stones may break my bones, but words can now be uh, criminal. I mean, are you kidding me? We live in a nation of wussies. That's just sad and pathetic. All right. Headline, Barack Obama and his Connecticut social security number. This is an American thinker. Um, so, yeah, I don't know about the whole birther thing and all this, that, and other. I don't care about any of that stuff. I don't have... I've never looked into it because I just don't care. Uh, you know, Barack Obama was the worst president in history. And whether or not his birth certificate was real, well, I, I got nothing on that. I've just never bothered looking. But what I do know is, according to this article, his Social Security number isn't real. Apparently, his Social Security number was uh, a stolen number. And... Uh, the one he uses was issued on March 28th, 1977 to someone living in Connecticut who was born in 1890 and is now long deceased. Uh, that day, Obama was 15 years old and living in Hawaii. Well, uh, if he stole that social security number, that means that Barack Obama's a felon. Can't do that. It's illegal. And uh, this is pretty interesting. I wonder if anybody's going to question. Are we going to have an investigation? Uh, is someone somewhere going to investigate whether Barack Obama stole someone's social security number? Why is this this way? So, shouldn't someone be looking into Barack Obama? I mean, the guy was a criminal, in my opinion, at least. I mean, I think it's just, ugh. Right. Uh, headline. Georgia girl endured unimaginable horror after stranger traded her for drugs, according to prosecutors. All right, folks, this one's important because for those of you, you know, we just celebrated Juneteenth, right, which was a celebration of the end of slavery, uh, but it didn't end. Now, I suggested slavery is continued. Uh, government subjugation is slavery, but we actually do have literal slavery continuing in the form of human trafficking, which we are facilitating with our open borders. Uh, make no mistake. But a uh, Georgia guy, this 13-year-old girl decided she was going to be a big shot and run away from home. And this, this stupid little girl thought she knew too much and was going to be a big shot and run away from home. And stupid little girls and stupid little boys do stupid things. Children are frequently stupid which is why they can't vote and why they can't do a lot of things. Uh, this little girl was particularly stupid and uh, decided to run away from home. And listen, folks, I have compassion for this little girl, so don't mistake me saying she's stupid for a lack of compassion. This is heartbreaking to me. Uh, this is absolutely... This, this little girl, who may have been stupid, but her stupidity was based on innocence... Right? She thought she was going to be a big shot and run away from home and be able to survive. Well, first thing that happens, some guy picks her up and sex traffics her. For months, she was forced into, quote, 
uh, sexual servitude, rape, statutory rape, uh, was enticed uh, people for indecent purposes, child molestation, contributing delinquency of a minor. I mean, all these things are the charges against the guy that did it. Um, human trafficking is much more common than y'all know. It's happening frequently. It's happening throughout our country. And uh, it's not a... It's not an exception. I mean, there are millions of trafficked people around the world. And this girl was essentially a sex slave. Uh, She was, uh, they gave her drugs. They kept her addicted to drugs. And this is what they do. They kidnap these girls. They hook them on drugs. They threaten them. They change. Sometimes they're chained up. A lot of times they're, they're kept in captivity. And then they're used for sex. And they're sold for sex. And that is happening in this country, folks, frequently and broadly. Uh, the experts that I know that talk to me about this tell me that you could find this frequently around any sort of a, a venue. You know, anywhere, particularly around places where you have like casinos, uh, any sort of adult entertainment venue, there, there tends to be a lot of trafficking within X number of miles of those venues. I don't, you know, I'm not, I can't purport to be a complete expert on this, uh, but I've done a lot of research and working with a lot of people who are experts on this because I find the trafficking to be sick beyond words. But this really is a big issue. And these little kids, you know, they think they're big shots. They listen to their social media. They listen to the schools and everybody tell them how big and bad they are. Then they decide they're going to run away. They're going to do this. They're going to do that. Well, you know, these people, they they take them, and what they do to these kids is unthinkable. Now, I personally think that this guy ought to be facing execution, and I don't believe in the death penalty. Uh, But this guy literally, for months, kept this girl, traded her for for drugs. So he would, you know, for drugs, he would let someone rape this little girl. Think about that. Think about that. That is what we're living with in this country. Our country is, is, I mean, we've just broken. We're just broken. Uh, I mean, it's just for three months, this girl was kept drugged and, and subjected to repeated sexual assaults. I, I pray for her. I pray for her family. Uh, she finally was able to escape in 2021, and uh, she got, shockingly, the first person she called was her mom. Uh, it's so sad, folks. I mean, I don't know. I get I get mad when these things happen uh, because I don't, I don't do well with sad, so I just get angry. Um, part of that toxic masculinity, I guess. Headline, Epox Times. Musk and Zuckerberg dead serious about cage fight in UFC octagon, according to Dana White. What? I saw this. I was like, what the hell are we talking about here? Um, Now, I'm going to be honest with you. Uh, Apparently, Musk and Zuckerberg are talking about fighting. Now, I don't know uh, that, you know, I have no idea whether Musk is a tough guy or not. What I do know is to my mind, if you lose in a physical fight to Mark Zuckerberg, you should be embarrassed. <laughs> I mean, I'm going to be honest. I guess, according to the article, Zuckerberg is training in Brazilian jiu-jitsu. 
As far as I'm concerned, Mark Zuckerberg could train in jujitsu for 98 years. If you lose in a fight to Mark Zuckerberg, well, I gotta be. I would. I would hide my head in shame. I have to be real honest with you, folks. And by the way, I will volunteer absolutely any day of the week and twice on Sunday to go fight in a cage with Mark Zuckerberg. I would enjoy that thoroughly. As long as there's a contract that says if he's injured, I'm not liable and that I can't be sued. Uh, we're golden on that one. I, I want to volunteer to be next. I'll also volunteer to fight with Bill Gates. Uh, anyone, well, pretty much anyone in the Biden administration, uh, most Democrat, well, any Democrat in Congress, uh, if we want to duke it out that way, I'm in, brother. You can sign me up. I, I'll do it for free. All money goes to charity. In fact, you can line them up. I'll, I'll, I think for the most part, I'd be willing to just have, you know, like 10 of these and just go back to back to back because uh, <laughs> i got to be honest, they're all a bunch of wusses. Uh, anyways, uh, the, what, what a ridiculous thing. Folks, support us here at the America Out Loud Network. Uh, share the show. Share the Tom Ren Show everywhere and support our sponsors. Cofix and the Genesis HOCL are great products. They keep you healthy. They keep you from sharing germs, and both products are available from our sponsors. If you click on our banner ad uh, and use the Out Loud code at checkout, you get a huge discount with these. These are great products. I love the products. And uh, I hope you're using them. I hope you're sharing the show. I hope you're supporting the Out Loud Network and all of our other shows. Uh, great network, great people. Help us get the word out. We'll be back soon.